my uh no <laughs> as endearing as it is i'm sure someone out there did cc <laughs> cola probably did <laughs> shout out to cc cola you shout sent out. us a uh you sent us an email so we want to follow up on that we we got your email and uh let's cut that out we got your email <laughs> and uh we're gonna read it here on on the air because it's a good follow-up and you know it's it it uh it made us laugh, or it made me laugh. I don't know about you. I was sitting next to you. So uh, let's see here. Where did I put it? I put it in. Should be in the inbox. Wouldn't it be in the unread. Checking the email inbox. Where would they go? In the red section. In the red starred. No sent all folders. Uh, hey. Smart idea. Maybe you should have had it pulled up <laughs> before we started the episode. Yeah, what That's the heck? That's just me. 
I know I should have, but what you know heck? what? You know what? This is this is the way it works. What the heck? I don't know where it went. Are you look? You read it mm-hmm. like three weeks ago. Something like that. Oh man. So look. Well, anyways, or, uh, I don't know. You if can we'll, even search like the I name. Search the name. Yeah. Or, uh, C C cola. Yeah. No, no results found. Maybe I shouldn't put the space C C cola. No. No. Uh, where would it? This is bothering. Isn't me. technology great? Give me your phone. No. <laughs> You're bothering me. You're bothering yourself. Drafts? No, why would it be in drafts? I don't know. Outbox? No. Trash? It wouldn't be in the trash. No. I would have saved it. I don't know where this thing went. I'll find it after we fucking... Anyways, the point of the... The whole point of the the message was... um, Or maybe I did delete it. Because I just thought it was oh funny, and then I deleted it. Sorry, CC Cola. The whole point was that uh, you know you were very kindly following up on our segment where you called in and uh, you clarified a couple things, and and uh, yeah, it was nice. It was nice to get that. Nice to get that follow up, even though uh, it wasn't necessarily something that was you know praising us. It was kind of critiquing us. <laughs> but anyways, I appreciate a good constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah, basically, you were telling us that you know you're uh, a dude. From my recollection of the of yes. the email, if I'm getting that wrong, email me again, <laughs> and I'll get that right. Um, but yeah, so anyways, it was fun. It's fun to read that. So okay, guys, season three, episode one, seed. Before we get into that, we gotta we gotta talk about where the hell we've been because it's been a little bit. So I remember ending season two and. I remember you saying we'll be back in September. I'm like September. That's so long. It's Do October first. 21st night of September. And it's October 1st. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, life happened. Uh, September was very busy for you and I, personally. Correct. Yes, it was. Uh, we did Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Uh, for Haley's birthday over here. That was my gift, one of my gifts to her. Just surprising her. Well, not really surprising you, but just kind of like taking you down there. We stayed over nights at yeah. Endless Summer. Something that Resort. was new to both of us. Yeah. We have, well, I've never stayed at that hotel. I've never stayed overnight oh, at Halloween Horror Nights. I've always gone and then driven back home at like two in the morning. And Which always, freaks uh, me out. I always sucked. I would always fall asleep at the wheel. Oh, my God. If, you, if you've ever seen those videos online of people crashing. Oh, my God. You know, dashboard stuff. That's wonderful. That probably so wonderful. almost was me one year. <laughs> no. Going to Halloween Horror Nights. But we stayed over. It was great. This year was awesome. It, it drizzled a little bit when we got there. Yeah, just a little bit. Didn't ruin my um, makeup, so it was a win. Yeah, and didn't ruin my makeup either. We uh, Haley dressed us up a little bit, very yeah. subtly, as Frankenstein's monster and the bride. And uh, if you want to see that photo or any other photos of us, check out our Instagram. Yes. At eddiegreens101, at ponies916. <laughs> we'll go with that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a great time. It was a great time. This year they had no Walking Dead house uh, for, you know, if, if we have to tie in Walking Dead, uh, Halloween Horror Nights for like five years straight did Walking Dead. Which, I mean. A season a year. Really? Was, yeah, like every year was like a, the new season. Oh. It was pretty cool. And, you know, I would think they would have done it 
with it being the last season now. Well, it's fallen off a little bit, definitely. It's definitely not what it used to be. I guess. You know what I mean? Like Halloween Horror Nights has stopped production of the haunted houses for Walking Dead. I'm pretty sure McFarlane Toys barely produces anything when it comes to Walking Dead. They used to have a whole Walking Dead action figure line that we've talked about on this podcast that I collected. They don't make those anymore. They're barely making Walking Dead pops. Yeah. Walking Mm. Dead is like, it's coming to an end. It's literally coming to an end. So, Mm. yeah. uh, But I mean, 10 10 years, like that's, that's a long time for something to be pretty popular so yeah i guess so um but yeah but i mean here we are (laughs) yeah yeah well we're a retrospective um but yeah so it was a great time had a lot of fun and then literally two days later we went to ohio for a week which is where i'm from to visit your family and um i've never been to ohio and and that was a fun time and and a lot of new experiences so you know we have valid reasons for being away (laughs) but i always I wanted to, originally the plan was to at least maybe pump this episode out prior to going to Ohio so that I had something to release in September because we didn't even release a boner episode. We didn't, huh? That's uh, that's um, slang for bonus if you're new. <laughs> well, wait, we call them wait, boners. Wait. When do we put out old? Old was like August 2nd. Really? Yeah. That was the beginning of August? Yeah, so we didn't do anything in September. Wow. And so if I have to clarify or if we like if we have to justify it, that's the that that's your birthday month. So Yes. We we, we get a pass on that. <laughs> Come November, my birthday month, we're gonna have stuff coming out. We're gonna have content coming out. So um but it's it's it, it's it, it's been something I've missed doing for sure, you know. But you yeah. need but you need a break. You need to miss. Yeah. Otherwise yes. it gets Correct. way too like uh Yes, you do have to miss. Have to miss. And originally, we were, we were going to bring on Amanda McKenzie Hernandez for this episode. Yes. And no fault to her. I'm sure she was ready to go. It's just my planning and my kind of laziness. We're going to get her on at some point during oh, this yeah. season because uh, we have to get three uh, three guests, right? Mm-hmm. So we have her planned, and then we have probably Durant Cinema is going to come back on. I feel like he's just he's going to become like a staple. Because isn't this his favorite season? Season two is his favorite season. Oh, oh you're right. You're so excited. That's why he came on. Yeah. yeah. But he'll he'll come back on. And then for the third guest, is probably going to be my best friend in life, Boyd Fulmer. Oh. Uh, he's, he said he wants to come on here. And you guys will enjoy him. He's If for no other reason, his voice is just stellar. He's got a stellar voice. So it, it's going to make a good podcast. And um, I, te- like I texted him a couple months ago. And I was like, hey, man, I want to get you on. And he's like, okay, uh, I have a couple favorite episodes. And so we talked about it. So. Aww. That'll that'll work out. Uh, you didn't even tell me that. Well, what's crazy is something that I figured out today. By the end of this season, because uh, this is going to take, because this is 16 episodes, so it, we do one episode every Monday. So that's four months it's going to take to complete season three. Right. Not necessarily our recording, just like our releasing. Our release schedule, yeah, because sometimes we record multiples in a day. But in terms of releasing, it's going to take four months to release all of our season three retrospectives. So by the time that happens, you and I are most likely 90% positive are going to be in Georgia by that time, which is funny because this is Georgia takes place in Georgia. Uh, that's also where you go to school. That's where we're going to be moving, uh, get an apartment and all that shit. Adulting, adulting. It's, it's stressful, but like that's nutty to me. Yeah. You know no, what that, I mean? That's insane to me. Considering like, that's something I love about this podcast. When we started this podcast, good Lord, Oh my god! Right, so oh much god. was different. Yeah, and what's crazy is that like, it's not like the uh, 
we're gonna end the podcast like it'll be the final episode then we'd have already moved no like it'll kind of be like midway yeah it'd be like three quarters yeah somewhere in the yeah yeah, although, if, although we, although because that's a stressful time, we might re, like we might have to record. Oh yeah, three, well, four. You know, we have like we might have to put them all together. Oh, I know. In terms of back cataloging, so that by the time we're there, we're just releasing pre-recorded yeah. stuff. Yeah, because uh, considering, just for context, we plan on moving late December, like, or early January. Yeah. So, like. Like last week, December, first week, no later than maybe the second, third week of January. Yeah. So. So stressful time, crazy time, scary time, but ultimately a fun time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's what's going on with us. And uh, also we mentioned Pops or I mentioned Pops earlier. And uh, um, uh, during the break, uh, I personally, I know you had like a, a real interest in it and I had an interest in Pops as well, but you know. I sort of had a rebirth of an interest. I don't know why. I forget why. I like to I give credit happened. to myself. You? You think you re-inspired my love for pops? I, I mean, to be fair, you only had maybe like a handful when well, we met. And then I'm, I... Cu I'm cutting you off, I know. And then like I came along and I was like, hey, look at my whole ass like shrine. Because I have like, what, 130 now? And I I want to say that like me because I I gush about them like saying like which ones I want and then oh did you know they had this and that and I think that kind of made you go yeah and then you started looking and then you realized that they had some that since you fell off you never realized that came out in that time yeah yeah and then I, I want to say and then I ignited I, it and then I also reignited my passion for Adam Sandler which was fun so. For you. Well, anyway, but but he, but there's a lot of pops of Adam Sandler. Not to go off on a tangent, but so I've been slowly collecting those, and then of course, you know, along the way, you find other new interesting ones. I've looked at a couple Walking Dead ones that I definitely, for sure, want to get at some point. The black and white Negan from um, the the Walking Dead supply drop exclusive, like yeah. you know, one of those like uh, monthly boxes they mm -hmm. send people. Yeah. The Walking Dead has one, uh, and, and that was a pop that you could have gotten. The clean shaven Negan. Yeah. Uh, the Toys R Us exclusive black and white Negan is, is another one I'm looking at. So anyways. Isn't one of them bloody or something? Yeah. So reignited the passion of Funko Pops, and, and so that's fun. And, and, and Can we just quickly discuss how, like, butt ugly? <coughs> Bless. Um, I don't have COVID. Right. Oh, um, you oh you also got vaccinated. I did. I did. I did. I, did. I didn't. Hashtag anti-vax. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. We just lost like ten thousand followers. Ten thousand. Oof. And what were you saying before um, I sneezed COVID? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> the first wave of Walking Dead Funko Pops are butt ugly. Oh well, all first waves of any Funko Pops are butt ugly. But it's the fact that I own some. Yeah. Well, we figured that the like the heads are kind of proportional to the bodies. Where nowadays Funko Pops, the heads are incredibly they're more, large. They're I figured, more. They're more bobbleheady. Yes, I. I figured they're more action figure like. Now? No. Oh. Then. Yeah, uh, because well, the way they're, they're like squared up. Yeah, well, they're all posed similar and. Action figure like. Yeah. These are more like figurine like the modern ones. Yeah. Whereas action figure. And I never liked the OG Rick. The OG Rick was like stupid looking to me. And like in a sheriff out, like, well, because we don't like the sheriff's outfit. Right. So. 
the Funko Pop of Rick as the sheriff is like, ugh. I have the first wave Carl, and I want to say Daryl. And the Carl one is like oddly cute, but kind of like really punchable. Yeah. And I never liked, since we're on season three, I never liked the governor. I had the governor. Yeah, he's kind of ugly. And I never liked him because they never, because they only made one. And then they made an exclusive, but they made the one with the eye patch. Right. But it's not, but it's not him in his like iconic kind of trench coat, which I think is what the governor like. When I think of the governor, I think of the trench coat. I think of you know what I mean, like he's or mm. season four or in season four when he has like the like the like the vesty kind of thing. Why am I blanking? But but in season three, like when you first meet the governor, he's wearing. Kind of like, I don't know what kind of clothes he's wearing. He's just wearing normally looking clothes. I can't like picture him for the life of me right now. But that's the Funko Pop. And then and then the exclusive is like the Band-Aid version where, where instead of he has the eye patch, he has the bandage oh, over his eye. Like and those are the patch. only, fun, uh, as far as I know, those are the only governor pops they ever made. They never made the trench coat uh, governor. You don't know what I'm talking about? Trench coat? I'd have to see it. Like I, I can obviously picture his face. I can see his face like clear as day. It's just I can't, when I think of, what people wear i cannot think of the governor um so this is isn't the herschel one like the really like uh elusive one with his leg chopped off oh that that's not a trench coat yeah it is it goes all the way down past his knee uh past his legs uh, yeah. you need to give me a better picture it's a trench coat whatever um uh, but isn't the you know what i'm talking about yes or no, it was without his head, without his head. But that's what they give as the Funko Pop. Oh, whatever. Like, almost looks like a life vest. Yeah. No, I was wrong. It's not without his leg, it's without his head. Yeah, that one, that one's very rare. Right. Isn't that one from the same wave of the butt ugly ones? Oh, I don't know about that. There you go. It's a trench oh, coat. All right. It's very Columbine. All right, nice. Um... Well, I think it's purposeful. I think it's there's a reason for that. Yeah, no. It's very like, ooh, he's got a trench coat. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um, that happened. A resurgence of Funko Pop interest and just a lot of other cool things along the way. My nephew's gotten older. Your youngest sister's gotten older. Your your second youngest sister's gotten older. Everyone's getting older. You're getting older. I'm I getting older. I have a brother older. too. Who? I'm just kidding. Shout out to Nolan. Uh, Your hair's uh, gotten longer. My hair's gotten longer. Like really long. Yeah, my beard's gotten longer. Like really long. So anyways, uh, shit's going down. And now we're back, baby. And I'm literally older because I I had a birthday. Yeah, you were literally older. Uh, But now we're back. We're covering season three, episode one, Seed. Now, do you remember our our segments? (laughs) I... Quizzed you earlier this week, and yeah. you didn't never gave me an answer, so it <laughs> makes me think you don't. I dodged it. Um, I want to say, I know it's like favorite and least favorite episode. Episode? Or episode. Scene or moment. Scene, right. Yes. Um, uh, the, All right, I'll take that as a... <laughs> no, the MVP of the episode. MVP, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And two the, more. Two more. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, the... This doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Sure, this doesn't make sense. And finally. Oh, uh, nuts. Fist pump moment. Yeah. All right. So anyways, right. those are our segments. Thank you so much, Haley, for <laughs> haphazardly <laughs> saying those. 
Uh, fun fact, this is the first non-extended length premiere of The Walking Dead. Yeah, which surprised me because I was like fully prepared for like the hour and a half or whatever it was going to be. Yeah. And you're and like, you didn't no. get it. You got like a 40 minute episode. I was like, what the hell? Also features music uh, by Patrick Watson called Noisy Sunday, which we played a beautiful segment of. Also, this this episode features uh, some song from Emily Kinney, who plays Beth. And what's really cool, I don't know if you know this, but uh, when they, they've released a couple of Walking Dead albums, I guess Aiden. you could say. Yeah. Like soundtracks? Uh, like where the music is featured. So like you have this one, The Walking Dead, Volume 1. Right, oh. and the and the and the CD cover is the iconic image of Rick from season three of him standing with his gun out, which is I, I think the most. That. That's the most iconic. I think The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, for me at least. That and also season like season one. Yes, correct. But there's a uh, there's a part on the soundtrack called the Parting Glass, which we're gonna play right here. The Parting Glass. Yeah, it's that song that Beth sings by the fire but they make it like professional sounding right here. And it's Emily Kenny and Lauren Cohen. Really? So tell me, obviously this is more polished, but I kind of like it. All of the money, the tear I spent. Eerie. Yeah. I spent it in good company. And I like it. Yeah, I mean it's different. Is that a real song or is that mm-hmm. the parting glass? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know what the origins are. I'm, like, I'm sure it originated around like the campfire, but uh, yeah, oh. it's a real song. Hmm. Fun fact: did not know that. Yeah. So, like, anytime I watch this episode, I always think of the album version mm-hmm. and how polished it is. Um, so, our overall thoughts of the premiere episode. Um. I still think so far, because we're judging this only up to season three, We, even though we're a retrospective podcast, we're trying not to judge to future seasons yet, you know, because we haven't technically gotten there. Correct. So out of the f- three season premieres, this is um, honestly, as much as I love, because season three is my favorite, it's my mm-hmm. all-time favorite season, this is my least favorite premiere episode. Wait, quickly refresh me of season two. I'm season two is the one that happens on the highway and then uh, Sophia gets lost. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. And then, of course, season one is, we know what season oh, one yeah. is. I don't know, I just blinked really bad for a second. Yeah, so this is my least favorite premiere episode so far up to season three, and uh, which, is, I, which is weird for me to say because it introduces the prison, which I think is the most iconic location the show has ever had. Um and it introduces a lot of good characters that you know were that we're really going to enjoy for future episodes, um, but yeah, just it. There's action involved, which is great. There's that great moment at the end, which we played as the opener of this, where Herschel gets his leg cut off. There's like there's stuff that happens here, but um, it is establishing. It's a it's a very establishing episode, like any premiere episode should be. But compared to season two. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not on board with it as much as I am with two and one. I can understand that. I can definitely understand that. Um, 
I guess where I beg to differ is I don't get me wrong. I love like granted I just had to be refreshed, but to be fair, haven't really had Walking Dead that much on my mind. Just on my own time. Um, I really enjoy the opening to season two. But I feel like I was definitely more excited when like to watch this one. Yeah. And um just how it all plays out and especially like you said, like with the characters and granted, like yes, it's very like exposition y, like oh, remember when this happened? Like stuff like that. Um I don't know, I just like it got me more hyped than season two did. So I would rank this one, I'd say second in my book. Okay. Yeah. Well, cause it, cause you know what's coming. Yeah. I'm, yes. Yeah. And, 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 and if you're, if you're a new watcher and you've never seen it, it definitely is exciting because it's like, Oh great. We're off the farm and, and here's this, here's this awesome location, which is ironic cause it's a prison. It shouldn't feel yeah. awesome. Yeah. I just feel like it's more, like packed than the opening of season two was. Yeah. I feel like season two, they were still just trying to, you know, get their grounds, Mm -hmm. but it's like now, like you can just tell, like everybody knows what they're doing. Everybody knows where they are. Like characters are developing more. And yeah, I, this is like the, you know, real, real starting point of the show. Yes. Which uh, takes place eight months after the end of season two. Eight months? Eight months. Yeah, that makes sense. So so those are our general thoughts. Uh, so uh, ladies first, kick off. What is your favorite moment or scene in season three, episode one, Seed? Um, The opening. The entire opening. Where they're all quiet? Yes. And that's exactly why I like it. Because, <laughs> no. Because, like, going off my point where it's like, you know, they've really established something here with this show. It's like, you know who everybody is, where everybody's place is. Granted, like, there's some more uh, development. But it's just, it's very artistically done. And, like, you don't need words. You don't need dialogue to, you know, tell a good story. And the whole opening sequence... Like, not a single word was said. And, like, there were some sounds, like Rick's whistle or just, like, some, like, like grits of the teeth. Rick throwing the dog food can. Like, I ain't fucking eating dog food. You fucking lost your mind, Carl. You ain't my son. <laughs> but, huh? But, um, no, I... And you can just tell, like, in the look, like, the way everybody looks at each other and, like, just by body language and... Mm-hmm. And I love shit like that. I so love shit like that. That's how you know you got something down pat. Yeah. When you can like creatively, artistically move your characters in such a way to tell a good story without anybody speaking. And I forgot, like, I'm not really well versed as you are in terms of like, you know, lines said in every episode or like, because, like, there would be some times where you go, like, oh, shit. And then, like, 10 seconds later, the character would go, oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that. But I guess, like, what kind of, what kind of, like, ruined it was the fact that 
Rick got the first line after the opening credits. What? Why did that ruin it? Because like I was like, I knew it. Like, of course Rick was going to get the first line of this uh, season. Uh, like, I don't know. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a phenomenal uh, opening um, that I don't think when you initially watch it, you know, it's not something that consciously hits you that oh shit, no one. Everyone's quiet. Yeah. It's usually on a repeat viewing that you go, oh, wow, they're all doing just, you know, they're, they know they've done this so long now that Mm -hmm. it's sort of like, you know, this is their routine. It's a literal routine. Find a house, search it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, look for food. You probably don't find food. Hunker down in the house for as long as you can until walkers come. Right. Yeah. That's also the sad part. And that's the story it tells the, the fact that they're tired. Yeah. They're so tired. Yep. It's yeah, it's great. It's uh, the way it introduces you know the characters that we know and love. You see, Lori's uh, very very belly buttoned, uh, <laughs> heavily pregnant, yeah, uh, uh, stomach. And then you have Herschel with his uh, semi long beard. It gets longer, mm-hmm. and I think more iconic. Yeah, and um, Carl. Yeah, Carl. Oh, I can't tell how old he is now. I, I, yeah, I can't no one think. can, and he's aging, and people don't like it, and yeah, it's nuts. Um, oh, I think it's cute. But uh, yeah, he's still in that age range where you don't know, and it's it's like it's okay, you know, because <laughs> they did a big time jump, so it's okay right now. It's a, it's as the show goes on, it sort of becomes like, what's going on here? Yeah. Why, why, why is he aging so much? Yeah. And you're not jumping that much in time. Um. So that's your favorite scene because that's not a moment; that's a whole scene. Correct. Correct. Very cool. Very cool. I feel like it's very underrated in terms of openings. Yeah. Yeah, because like I don't remember because we all steer towards the action and yeah, right, and everything, right, right. Yeah, it's it's definitely really good. I think my favorite moment, Mom, I'm gonna go with a moment here, um, is oh, like, can I cut you off for one? Yeah, good, good. Because I kept, I remembered it and forgot it twice. I think like I'm going back to what you said about like how you said like on second viewing you only realize that like nobody's talking, but. And that's also why I think they did it so good because like really like with any show, even like no matter how established the characters are, if nobody's talking, you're probably gonna be thinking to yourself, what's going on? Or, mm-hmm. you know, what are they doing? But you don't. And like you said, you don't even register that. It's only on like really further analyzing it. And, you know. Well, because at, at this point, this is three seasons. So only people that are really fans now are watching. Mm-hmm. And so you're gonna have, you can have your characters literally taking a dump and people are going to be enthralled. They're going to go, you know, how are they going to wipe their ass? How does it smell? Yeah. Like, does it smell like like, are other people around? Are they getting a whiff of this? Like you, you care about this stuff. Yeah. But it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's so well done that you're not sitting there going, all right, now what? Well, what's that mean? Yeah. Even with like the dog. you You would be enthralled if Lori pulled her pants down and had to struggle to not only take a shit, but not have to give birth at the same time. I, that That's drama. Drama? You're nuts. So um, it's my favorite moment is the discovery of the prison. Yeah. One, because it's so funny to me, the way it's like, all right, we're going to go on a, like, we're like, like we're going to go looking. And then it just cuts to like, they, like they find it. <laughs> like there's no like iconic walking dead looking through the woods, like just random looking 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 coming across a walker looking 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 oh yeah. there's the prison it's just no nah, fuck all that shit you know what they do 
you got the railroad track right there and then, then the camera pans and there's the prison. And what's really cool is because if you know the history of what the prison is, the prison is actually a production studio that they turned into the prison. It's a real production studio. It's like sound stages. Yeah. And on the outside, they dressed it up to look like a prison. Like it's not a real prison. No, I know that. Yeah. Well, some people probably would think that they just filmed at a real prison. They didn't. It's not fake either. Yeah, no, they they didn't build it either. See, that's the other thing. It was an established studio, and then they just dressed it up to look like a prison. Oh. It's called uh at the time when I went to go see it because I uh I took a road trip up there around season four, um, when they were filming season four. It's called Raleigh Studios. And I'm pretty sure AMC bought the studio so that they could, because they still film there. Oh. Still to this day. Even though the show takes place in Virginia, they're still filming in and around Georgia. So, um, yeah. It's called Raleigh, R-A-L-E-I-G-H, Raleigh Studios. And uh, it's it's great. And uh, I never got to, like, like, I remember driving up to the front gate. Like, there's a... It's on a hill, so I got to the top of the hill, and then it goes down, and then there's the entrance, right? Mm-hmm. And then the studios are right there. I remember driving up there in my Toyota Corolla, my shitty Toyota Corolla, mm-hmm. and being like, oh, my God, that's Raleigh Studios. That's where – I swear, they're probably all in there right now. And uh, then the like, security guard was, like, looking up at me, and I was like, all right. And then they have a shit ton of no trespassing. And So, anyways – I, Does it look like the prison? Like from the from front? The... No, from the front it just looks like a production studio. It's on the back, um, so it's like a like the front of it's like a front of a house, and then the backyard. Uh, the backyard is the is the prison. Huh. Yeah. So that's all a backyard, and uh, it's it's so it's really cool. Um, and there is just a shit ton of woods. So, as far as I know, there's no CGI there. They're literally just filming right <laughs> into the woods and panning over. So it's really cool that way. Um, so I love that moment. Like that moment is just great. Cause I love the prison. I love the connection I have to the, to visiting. Um, it's just great. And I love the look on Rick's face, you know, hmm. and the weird, like the weird kind of pan in zoom on his face. That's just like, it's, it's so odd to me. It doesn't look natural. And I think that's, I think that was a creative decision. It's not like a normal pan in. It's like a very slow, almost, Maybe in post-production they did it. It doesn't look like... There's something odd about it. And if you've seen the episode, anyone listening, you kind of know what I'm talking about. It's just a weird... Let me see, because we have it uh, pulled up here on Netflix. I just think you're crazy. Uh, Well, that too, but I think it would be... Where is it? It's right... Right here. See that? Yeah. See that? It like it's, it wasn't natural looking. Oh, it was it's very kind of like zooming in on somebody on something else, like to the left. Well, they, yeah, because there's a lot of empty space as well yeah. to his uh, to his to his right. Um, but yeah, it's just it's so weird. But yeah, like now now that you know that, like let me just pull this real quick. Shame. Yeah, so that's a production studio that they just dressed up to look like a prison. See the zoom? It's very weird. It's like, it, it makes me feel a certain kind of way, but I know he's feeling happy. And I like it. <laughs> I guess so. He's contemplative. I don't know what's going on there. Like, that zoom is weird, but... 
Um, I, I like I would like to talk to the director Ernest Dickerson and be like, what, Ernest Dickerson, what, what, what was that? What, <laughs> what was that? Why did you do that? Um, and Rick, I mean, come on, he's just like, I, like I would fuck him. What? <laughs> no, I don't think he's at his most fuckable right now. He's he's definitely more fuckable now than he was oh. in season one or oh, two. Yes. Oh yes, that's for yes, sure. Yes, yes. Um, so that's my favorite scene or moment. Now, on the contrary. Your least favorite scene or moment. My Why do I feel like it's Beth singing? I, you know, <laughs> you know, I think so. Because you were even like, no, yeah, <laughs> don't do it. No, Rachel was like, um, sing the, I forget the first one he said, you know, sing that one. And I, I was like, no, like before he even finished his sentence. How about uh, part and glass? No one wants to hear. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. <laughs> oh, you're so right. You're so right. No one wants to hear. And I'm tying... Is huh. that is that your least favorite scene? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I'm tying that in to... Uh, you know, I kind of had a few like that I was picking from, so I'm just going to say them all. Go ahead. Um, there was that one, which is my number one, because, you know, I just... I can't stand Beth until a little later. Okay. I can't stand Beth until we get to Alexandra. Alexandria. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Well, someone will tear us apart for that. Awesome. It's um, not Alexandra. It's Alexandria. Okay. 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 Um, no, I can only kind of like her there. But right now, can't stand her. Um, Wait, hold on. She never even goes to Alexandria. She goes to the even though we're not supposed to jump like to features. She goes to that like weird hospital. Yeah, wait. Yeah, she yeah, never. Yeah, yeah. As far as I wait. can remember, she never sees Alexandria. She gets kidnapped, and then she Are never. You sure? she, she never enters Alexandria. Yeah, because she got killed in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Spoiler, but whatever. Oh, Retrospective. What? <laughs> whatever. Um. Yeah, she. As far as I can, as far as my fandom can tell me. She never enters Alexandria. Beth never enters Alexandria. Yeah, you're right because uh, I'm like digging in my brain files right now. Because for some reason I thought she made friends with the nurse at Alexandria. Yeah, she does. She makes friends with the people there because she gets kidnapped at the end of season four. And then we never see Beth until like three or four episodes into season five or something like that. I, you know, I don't yeah. really like her, so I give myself a pass on that one. Um, there's probably people kicking and screaming saying, oh, my God, it's this and this and that. Yeah. But uh, point being, can't stand her. So that scene's my number one just because it's annoying. Okay. Um, and also the fact that, like, they try, like, it's, like, alluded to that, like, ooh, like, Carl and her have a crush on each other or something. And... Like, Carl's 13, if I'm being generous there. And, like, both in show and in real life. Beth, in real life, is, like, 30. Like, at the filming of this. Even though, like, sure, she's playing, like, maybe 16, 17. She's, like, 30. Uh, She was born in 1985. She's currently 36. Yeah. And this was filmed in, like... 20, I want to say 2012. 30. 
30 enough. Late 20s. Sure. It's still gross. Um, <laughs> that's not even what I'm saying. Um, my tied for second is when it's both involving Lori, but not necessarily her fault. Um, when they were at the fire, like right after that whole singing by the campfire, um, campfire song, song, hmm. um, just like her, um, encounter with Rick, like when she's trying to like convince him, like, come on, just like give us a few days. Like they're tired. Like he's just being like an ass. And I think it's so funny that like he said to Carl, like, we'll get those assholes in the morning, like talking about the walkers. But he, he's the asshole right now. Here in a few days. It's no time for a picnic. No, but it's time to get the house in order. What do you think I'm doing? Your absolute best. Don't patronize me. Yeah, like what the <laughs> hell got Don't patronize up, me. What the hell got up his butt? Her. But <laughs> eight eight months later he still can't let it go. Yeah. I, yeah, but still. <laughs> but still. Don't patronize me. But still. And uh the other one I didn't like is Going off of that when Lori's like crying, saying like, he hates me. He hates me. He fucking hates me. Yeah. And the painfully obvious foreshadowing. Like, <laughs> it hurt. It hurt so bad. Like, obviously being retrospective. But even I feel like watching it for the first time, I was like, oh, she's going to die during childbirth, right? Like, they're not just saying this for no reason. Yeah, I don't think any of us really thought, you know, because she even says like, how did people live before modern medicine. Like, that was the thing. You you just died. Yeah, that's so, true. I think I remember watching this and going, yeah, she's fucked. Yeah. And I think Sarah Wayne Callie is the actress who plays her. She was like, yeah, like, a, Lori accepts it as a death, like a death kind of promise. Yeah, I just wish that it kind of left, at least to some imagination, like, the maybe, the what if. Yeah. I, I remember I didn't have any of that. I was like, all right, when? Yeah. And considering how huge she was, it was, Literally at any time. Mm -hmm. But those are my least favorite. Those are your least favorite. Beth being annoying, Rick being an ass, and show writing. Yeah. Um. See, I don't dislike the uh, the campfire stuff because uh, that's very. Um, it's a good. It's it, it's a sweet moment. Yeah, I can understand that. I just it's just unfortunate that it's Beth. Eh, I like the I like the song. Good song. Very. Uh, very thoughtful and very kind of just makes you want to pause and think about. And, and I like the, the like there's a, there's a close up on Herschel and he's just, can you stop? <laughs> he's just, uh, he's just like thinking and he's just, you know, yeah. You, you can tell there's a lot on this guy's mind, um, both past and what's coming up in terms of what he has to do with Lori. And Oh my God. The, the, at the beginning, like in my favorite scene when they were all quiet, um, when Carl's like trying to open the dog food and it pans to Herschel's face. Like, I don't know what that man's been through, but it looked like real hurt. <laughs> and yeah, I just, oh, Herschel. Yeah. Oh, Herschel. Yeah, As you were uh, saying. No, because I'm just going skimming through Netflix. I don't have a least favorite scene or moment in this, in this episode. It's uh even though it's like my least favorite in terms of premieres, 
Uh, I don't think there's anything in here that I would necessarily get rid of or ixnay for any particular reason. So oh, I, I wouldn't ixnay any of, what I, of my least favorite stuff. I'm just saying that they made me feel yeah. negative. Yeah, there's nothing in here that I just didn't necessarily like. You didn't vibe with. Yeah, I vibed with everything. Um, MVP of the episode. I'm going to go on this one real quick. Uh, for me, it's going to be rick because i think that was kind of obvious yeah because he does the i feel like we did talk about this as well he has those moments in throughout the se- like the series where he has to make a yes a very or, quick like a do or yes. die kind of moment and he just does mm-hmm. and i love that you know they just they just went for it and 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 he's there's only one way to keep you alive yeah like no like full adrenaline yeah and i love the uh like, cause you could tell, like, uh, he's holding in and he's holding, probably throwing up back and crying back. Yeah. All this shit. Um, like, just spent like eight plus months, yeah. like a year over a year yeah. with this guy really made a connection. Now I'm chopping his leg off. I'm chopping his leg off to save his life for that matter. Yep. So Rick is, I think the obvious MVP yeah, for came me in at clutch least. at the end because he's been an ass like the whole episode and what really weird just like him making the rounds three times when they were at the campfire i didn't was it just because he didn't want to be with Lori or paranoia who knows yeah like that kind of i was like dude go fucking sit down or something yeah um you know he was just being weird and bitchy but at the end so came in clutch you get the award you get a button rick rick what do you not want to say who yours is no that, that, i was gonna say that i'm agreeing with you huh i don't know that's what i you can agree with me but then have a different one no that was, that was literally gonna be mine huh. like because i i completely forgot that herschel got chopped at yeah. the end of this episode yeah and we're uh, not talking about the food network show that's a great show, though, by the way. Chopped. Chopped. Check it out. <laughs> but no, I I would have bet money that that was like second. I knew it came before Lori giving birth, but I didn't know how soon. I don't know. Um. So I was really like, I was, I had no intention of giving it to Rick the whole episode. If anything, I was going to give it to Lori just for the sheer fact of like the fact that she's alive, the fact that she baby's still alive for that matter even though she thinks it's not just out of you know hormones and paranoia um i'm surprised your favorite moment isn't uh the introduction of no i was getting to that i was getting to that oh wait no because we have fist pump moment yeah i was getting to that we we have fist pump moment yeah i was gonna give it to lori for just being you know a badass pregnant woman Mm -hmm. and just the imagery of a Eight nine month pregnant woman shooting a gun is hilarious to me. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good stuff. So now let's go to that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Um, I'm, I'm gonna cinema sins real quick. Herschel so far. Herschel survives this. Ding. Herschel survives this. Yeah, they they make a good case though. They you know the the uh, what's it called again? The tourniquet. They do the tourniquet and right, but 
They chop the leg off, okay. so the leg is sort of not necessary. Okay. I can believe it. Herschel can survive. I can believe it. Uh, You know, a backwoods leg amputation, but Lori can't survive childbirth. Well, because they cut her. They cut her stomach open. I don't, I don't remember why they did that. Because there's like some complications or something. Or it was breach. And, it was breach. Yeah. And she's like cut along my, my old uh, C-section scar. Yeah. Something like that. So, she, but, so yeah, she would die or at least pass out. And then, of course. But, like, if. How are you going to fix that? And if anything. <laughs> well, uh, I was going to make a case because, like, Carl got shot. He survived this. Ding. Yeah. But then Herschel also had all of his medicine and stuff. Yeah. And he was, like, hooked up to an IV and shit. Yeah. So I was going to say, couldn't Herschel just stitch her back up? But forgot. Modern medicine's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just random stuff. Uh, you pointed out where they get the paint can to spray the walls <laughs> when they're going through the, the prison. <laughs> I, I mean, that could be lying around somewhere. I know. I just thought it was funny. It's not too big of a ding. Um, no, there are just little things. There's a, ding. there's a moment when they're kind of going through the prison on the outside and they're trying to like clear it where there's a shit ton of walkers behind a fence that's open mm-hmm. and none of them come out. None of them, like they all stand there. Yeah, like there are many scenes prior to this of walkers, like less than that, knocking down a fence like bigger than that. Yeah. So the fact that, and plus these are all prisoners who probably like were even like super buff in their prime. Yep. But no, no. Also the Nothing. The, the, the mechanisms that they get to keep the gates closed, they how hand- convenient those are. That they handcuffs that they can go across one. They have a thing in the middle, like a link, and then it goes across the other. And it keep, it's like how convenient that is. Yeah, I didn't really think much of that because I, I just like, they were handcuffs, right? Oh, I don't know what it was. It just seemed like some sort of like a zip lining. No, oh, I thought equipment. they were handcuffs that they just got off like the guards. Yeah, uh, I don't, I, but it's, it, it's not a ding for me. It's just like where did you get that? Like that's really specifically convenient. Hold on, I need to like skim through the episode to be yeah, able to to be able to do that. I need to um, like skim because I had some. That let's I... see what else doesn't make sense. Um, oh, I don't care how hungry you are; it doesn't make sense to eat dog food or whatever that was cat food. It was dog food. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, what do you mean? You saying you wouldn't eat dog no, food? No, and I would very much react like Rick did. Like, bitch, come on. I mean, it depends. We don't know how long they've gone without food. Well, Clearly, they've gone a while, and Rick was like, no, we're not doing that. Um, How bad can it be? How bad can it be? I've always found the fact that the owl's in the room a little weird. Yeah, I thought that to myself. Thought that to myself. I saw the window. I think it was open, but it's just weird that it's just chilling there. Mm -hmm. Like, perfectly, like, kill me. Yeah, and a very beautiful owl, mind you. Um, What else? What else? What else? Um, 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 I think that might be it for me. I'm like scrolling through and all of mine were pretty nitpicky. Mm-hmm. So I can't like remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't think there's too much in here that doesn't make sense. No, major plot points. Everything's pretty solid. Everything's solid. Yep. Um, and so finally, the fist pump moment. Go ahead. Say yours. Oh, my God. It just, thanks for spoiling it, by the way. Well, I kind of skimmed. I feel like I was like, oh, shit, we have fist pump. And you fucking got on my ass for forgetting it. Whatever. Um, 
<laughs> um, when they fucking introduce Michonne. Hey, watch your fucking mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> when, like, in that fucking store, like, I don't remember, I don't know who I thought it was, but you just see, like, and again, I, like, the show was technically introduced, like, season two, six, season last two. episode. Right. Correct. And I was like, man, that's, like, later, but also earlier than I thought. Like, this one was definitely earlier because, pardon me, forgot the end of season two. Like, that she got Andrea. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the first episode, her with her fucking uh, katana. Oh, I am so... Happy to see that purple crop top, uh, crop top, a uh, tank top. Uh, I love Michonne. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's she, uh, she's a very vital character still on the show. To well, not not to this day, but I don't know what happened to Michonne. Don't yeah. tell me what happened to Michonne. Uh, I think in real life she just got too too uh too 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 much for AMC after Black Panther. I was gonna say she's like a big character in Black Panther. I think. Yeah, she's her star has taken off, so The Walking Dead can't afford her anymore. <laughs> um, but oh, I love her so much. She's like the woman. It's a good moment. It's a great moment. Um, for my for me, the fist pump is uh, the thing that introduced something that became a big uh, Walking Dead meme, which is <laughs> which is Rick going stuff. Thanks. Stuff and things. Oh, you say that a lot. I'm doing stuff, Lori. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, stuff and things. Um, there's a great one around Thanksgiving time. It's like a cover of a magazine of it's like uh, like a home cooking magazine. What the hell is that? I don't know. Um, a key. How did that fall from there? I don't know. What? Oh, it's, oh, it's right here. It's down here. Um, yeah, it's like a Thanksgiving kind of looking magazine cover with Rick on the cover, looking very festive. Like he's wearing like a what, mm -hmm. what's like like a what's that? What like a chef's apron? Yeah. And uh, the like the magazine itself is called Stuff and Things. Stuff <laughs> stuff and things. Because <laughs> he's stuffing a turkey. Stuff and things. Yeah, you say that a lot. I didn't realize I came from here. Stuff and things. Dead. What are you doing? Stuff. Thangs. Thangs. I'm doing stuff. I'm doing thangs. And stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. it's phenomenal. Uh, I can't find it, but whatever. Uh, I'm not, why am I not surprised? Oh, wait, hold on. I typed stuff and things. Maybe <laughs> it's stuff and things. I'm still not surprised. No, I can't find it. Of but you it's can. uh it, it it I remember seeing it a lot and I'm sure people have, Oh, there it is right there. Let me see. That's not just for just hat, you stupid. Oh, I I thought he had the apron on. He just has the hat on. Stuffing things. Stuffing things. Wait, what does it say under that? Uh the essential guide by Rick Grimes. Uh, stuffing 87 things. exciting recipes full of stuff and things. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's but it, but it's that's my fist pump moment when he says stuff and things stuff and things so that is that uh 
it's 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 a great kickoff to the season. Uh, the season gets better, in my opinion. Obviously, this is like yes. the first real antagonist that we're gonna get. Like Besides the, f- the, the full fledged antagonist mm-hmm. with the governor. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna cover that. We're gonna cover that, and we're gonna cover the whole season. Uh, so it'll be really interesting to see uh, how it changes and how we change by the end of the season. Yeah, that's um, always so funny to me. What? How we change with yeah. every season. Yeah. Like you were literally saying at the beginning, us in season one. Yeah, just friends, shit like that. <laughs> also, I was going to say, uh, what do you think this episode has on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh. We'll, um, we'll do that for every episode this season. I give it a, uh, a 75. Cool. Uh, it's based on 15 reviews, not, not, not a lot of reviews. Uh, it has 100%. It does. Yeah. And the consensus says season three of The Walking Dead responds to its audience's call to action with Seed, an action-packed premiere. Huh. 100%. I I don't know. I I guess I I always underestimate Rotten Tomatoes. But again, that's 15 reviewers. So if you you doubled that 30, you wouldn't have 100. I guarantee it. Right. Because of the 15, it's probably only people who really like the episode who, you know. But uh, that's really cool. Yeah, a hundred percent premiere. I think the I think season one premiere is also a hundred percent, and I yes. think season two is not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll do that. We'll uh, we'll look at the critical review at, at least Rotten Tomatoes wise for each episode. Um, so yeah, and that is that. That is uh, season three, episode one. Welcome back to glad the podcast. To yeah, we're glad to be back. We hope you're joining us and glad to be back joining us. Uh, email us at don'tdeadpodcast at gmail.com. Also, leave us a voice message like CC Cola did, anchor.fm slash don'tdeadpodcast. All the information's in the show notes. Click those links. Um, anything else you'd like to say, Haley, before we uh, take off here? No. No? Okay. Uh, well, until we talk to you guys for season three, episode two, which is, uh, I think, called Sick. Sick. Um, yeah, which is what... We're both not, thank God. I was going to say, what? I, um, I get sick. Yeah. I, I do be sick in the head. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> until we talk to you guys next time, bring, bring your, your own, own pants. pants.